0: Hello friends. Welcome back to today's The Future. I am your host, <laughs> Livy Redden. And uh, today I am going to talk about relationships. And this is something I talked to a couples therapist on my podcast about. His name is Shane Herkel. I'll put that episode in the show notes if you want to go listen to it. It's fantastic. But I mention something that I talked to him about in that podcast episode. I write about it in my book as well. And and I wanted to read you that excerpt of my book because I think this is really it sounds really whatever aggressive to say, but like life-changing advice and stuff and something like this simple understanding and mindset can transform the way we frame our romantic partnerships. And the way we handle bumps in the road within them. And so I'm just going to read from the book. Uh, This is page 132 in the chapter that is titled Love, Marriage, Relationships, and Whatnot. Um, And if you haven't read my book, um, it's called The Sooner You Know the Better. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kindle. And then you can also get it in a variety of places if you're outside of, of the U.S. or Amazon U.K., also, you know, if you, if you buy from any anywhere similar to Amazon or like – or especially somewhere like Barnes & Noble because I know there's there's like Barnes & Noble – there's versions of Barnes & Noble in other countries or continents that are just like a different name. Um, so if you I, – I can't remember specific names, but if there's somewhere that's like Barnes and Noble-esque that you normally get books, they might sell my book online as well. So if you just look up the sooner you know the better. You might be able to find a, if you want a physical copy. You might be able to find a retailer near you that sells it. Um, otherwise, the the digital version is available worldwide. So, and Audible coming soon, <laughs> 2024. So, what I say here: the only thing you can control in a relationship is you. The key to finding someone that you can build a healthy, long lasting relationship with is asking yourself. Does this person have flaws that I can happily accept and not feel resentful over? Not only asking yourself, what do I want in a significant other, but what flaws would I be able to work with? Also, what type of person could work well with my flaws? For example, you have a great relationship with someone who is late to everything, but you are 10 minutes early to a default. Is that something you could accept about the other person and choose not to get upset over? If you have a hard time with not feeling jealousy towards others, what type of person could accept that trait in you? Because because it is unrealistic to expect like they're not like people aren't going to be perfect. You're not going to be perfect, and just there's going to be flaws that you're just going to have to accept at face value. Like people aren't going to change all the flaws about them. Like I know, to, like to one person, it might not make sense that someone's late to everything, but sometimes you just gotta. Like that's, that's who they are and it's not going to change, you know, people like someone's going to get jealous, be a little bit of a jealous person. It's, it's who they are. Sometimes like flaws are just, it's who they're going to be like, yes, we can work on ourselves, but they're always going to have flaws. And if we continue to expect, expect people to like work on the flaws that cause us discomfort that they have as opposed to accepting the flaws that we can work with and finding a partner that we can work with their flaws and they can work with ours, uh, it's going to be a real bumpy road. So back, back into the book. Of course, we can grow and our partner can grow and improve as a person, but we will always be imperfect. So I'd take your flaws and your significant other's flaws at face value instead of expecting someone to change. You cannot assume your partner will change. You either accept them with their flaws and have compassion for their limitations or move on. Those are the two options. At a conversation with a couples therapist, Shane Herkel, on my podcast, Today is the Future, Below, I added a snippet that illustrates this concept really well, and then this is a quote from Shane, quote, "How do I express my own boundaries for myself while respecting your boundaries, or respecting who you are? How do I move into compassion?" For example, if I've expressed to my wife that I'm afraid of dogs, we go on a walk one day, a dog walks down the sidewalk, and I move to the other side of the road. My wife doesn't come with me. I might then move into the victim stance. Woe is me. My wife doesn't support me and doesn't understand me. And and the victim stance is where 99% of violence in the world comes from. Every perpetrator believes they are the victim in their own story and also believes they are the hero in their own story. So because I'm filled with content for my wife, because she didn't run across the street with me, I feel entitled in the way that I talk to her, saying, why didn't you come across the street with me? That was so lame, which is terrible, which is blamey, which is harsh, which is critical, which are all things that are not good for relationships. I'm I'm attacking from the victim position. What we have to do is take responsibility for ourselves. And this is where people get it very messed up. Most of the time, we're in the victim stance and we're waiting for our partner to do something different in order for us to feel okay. This is codependence. I'm living my life as a miserable victim waiting for others to change. This is the definition of being disempowered. And it's an awful way to live. The goal is not to change my wife. The goal is for me to move into self-empowerment and move into compassion for her limitations. We must realize that we have it within ourselves to see the world in a way that makes us feel empowered. Close quote. And then I continue to say in the book, we will never be perfect humans and neither will our partner. Either find self-empowerment in what you have or it might not be a good fit. I think that's just such an important topic. Uh, it's simple. However, I think it's it's such a good guideline of the way we navigate partnerships in our teens and 20s of either reframe their limitations in a way that doesn't put me into the victim stance or we might not be compatible. Or third option, I might have some work to do. <laughs> And so, yeah, it's it's really just a matter of what limitations can I work with uh, and what kind of person can work with my limitations. And does the, you know, the things that, that we can provide each other outweigh some of the discomfort some of these limitations might, might create? And, uh, you know... And and a partner will, they will cause you discomfort because, you know, you're integrating two very different lives and different experiences and different backgrounds into a very blended life when you are exclusive with somebody and then that's difficult. And, um, and so I hope this can kind of serve as a, as a guidepost, uh, as you navigate some of these relationships and, and, um, uh, Or are searching for a partner that might be compatible with you. Um, so I hope this was helpful. Uh, again, subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Livy Redden. Feel free to DM me if you have any thoughts or questions or something you want to share with me. Uh, I always reply to my DMs. It might take me a moment, but I do reply. Anywho, have a great day, and we'll talk soon.